I'm Matt Gorley. I played the writer Briggs Hatton, who is hard into incest. And this is Shut Up Leonard. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. <laughs> I did a laugh. I think we should retake that. No, you. This the, how long have we been doing this goddamn show, and you screw up now? No, we're in this now. This is the listeners are hearing all of this. Well, I'm Andrew. I'm Matt. And we like community. We do. <laughs> Special thanks to Alex Machino, Slactory.com. That's S L A C K T O R Y dot com. Uh, hero. He his shut up, Leonard. Mega Mix is our theme song. Yeah. He's a hero to us, but he never meant shit to you. Until now, because we're telling you his name. All right. We are, are going to talk about an episode of Community today. And in fact, it's a it's the final episode of season three. And the final episode we have left to cover. Yeah, it's uh, it's uncharted territory. Yeah, well, okay. We're going into the final frontier. Yeah, just like Spock and our friend Captain Kirk did in Star Trek V, this, The Final Frontier. This wasn't quite... When Spock's half-brother merged with God? Can that be the plot of the film? Yes. It was a bad one. I was going to say, this wasn't quite a five-year mission. This was like a <laughs> yeah. three-ish? When did we start this thing? Uh, I'll look that up while you talk. Well, I mean, we should probably save that for uh, whatever wrap-up we're going to do no. in the future. <laughs> we're going to talk about that right now? Yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's that significant. Just when, well, our first, I think it was 2013. Uh, but this is the 20... We're going to talk about the 21st episode of the third season of the hit with the fans have television done, show. Have we done enough fanfare for our final episode ever? So it feels like we should do something here. Uh, well, you said fanfare, and all I could think of was... Um, you know, you could literally click on season one on the sidebar up there. Well, I would have to click on season four because those would oh, be our right. those would be our first episodes. There you go. Look Schooled. It. There you go. And then then it's less scrolling. Our first episode was February seventh, twenty thirteen. Wow. It's been. Uh, it's been nearly three years. This is doing bits from other shows right. with Matt Benson. <laughs> that was quite a rough start too. It was. Yeah. It honestly was. Uh, so. But this episode, mm-hmm. uh, we are going to talk about the episode entitled Introduction <laughs> to Finality. <laughs> we are firing on all cylinders for our, our last episode episode. Uh, that makes sense, right? No, oh, that made sense to me. It's our last episode about an episode, so it's our last episode episode. So the Buffalo, episode... Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Don't even start. The episode <laughs> that we are talking about was written by... Steph Steven... Briggston, Stephen Boofeard, and Ali Wang. Like to meet Ali Wang. <laughs> Ali Crimbits. Steve Basil. Steve Bay. Brother and of Michael. Ali Crapund. Annie. Annie Snook. Mebin. Meb. <laughs> I'm honestly gonna miss this because this is, this is the last episode where I can do that bit. 
You're not going to carry it into whatever's in the future? <laughs> Are we going to... I mean, I guess... We might I, mention writers. I guess we could. <laughs> directed Steven. by... Oh, directed by... Oh, I know this answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pretend I don't. Uh, I suddenly had a brain death and forgot Tristram's last name, so it's Tristram. Sneak! Steak! That's actually... Tristram. Hey, no. Nope. It's a PK at the end of that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's Tristram Snarrow. No, it's not. That's David Schwimmer's evil buddy. <laughs> what if that's a new thing? Instead of the evil twin, it's just an evil buddy. <laughs> We're all born looks like an evil somehow. buddy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Enough silliness. Let's get to the meat. <laughs> Uh, what should we do now? Oh my god. <laughs> we, we have covered literally every episode of Community. Over 100 episodes of that show, and well over 100 of our show. And you're asking me right now, what should we do right now? You know, I was trying to set up a bit, but thanks. <laughs> what was the bit you were trying to set up? <clears throat> so I'm going to uh, look over the episode Overview. Uh, right <laughs> this is it. We'll hit new heights. Oh, what heights will hit? On with the show. This is it. This episode again. Is... That's the last time I'm gonna be able to do that. Oh my god! You gotta let me really enjoy myself. I'm trying. Uh, so this is uh at the end of summer. Yeah. Uh, we've come. We've come. Uh, they have had to retake uh, biology. Yeah. Uh, the the group, the Greendale 7, has had to retake biology. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it just a thing with us? Because I realized, and I recognized that I was the source of both of these things. Uh, on, on a little program called Nerd's Eye View, hmm. when we re- re- revealed, <laughs> when we revealed by reviewing a certain Melissa McCarthy film, yeah. I referred to it as Spee. Yeah. Am I just incapable of making the eye sound? <laughs> So just, do I have some kind of something wrong? I don't know. Jordan loved it, and he won't ever not say it now. Not nor will I, <clears throat> to the point where I also call the Tom Hanks film Bridge of Spies and Biology, <laughs> which was a, another blunder made by old Maddie. Bye. I feel like I've heard Biology before. Yeah. And I just, I like it. It's a lot of fun. They're, they got to retake Biology over the summer at some yeah. point. Be, and Jeff is very eager to just take it and go. Yeah. Um, but then... The dean uh, uh, makes a little announcement, which basically means surely sandwiches can come into play. Yeah. But then there is a little uh, dispute. A dispute between Shirley Bennett and Pierce Hawthorne over who say his full name, please. Is the true uh, Pearsonold Cornelius Hawthorne the third. Thank you. Uh, over who gets to sign the paperwork, the clearly outdated paperwork. Yes. That Greendale only has. Yeah. One dotted line. One dotted line. And, so and they cannot change that. They can't. Change they can't that. just put two names on the dotted line. And they can't make two a second dotted line. Yeah. <sighs> or and, even a second document. Yeah. So uh, you know, there's a dispute between Pierce and Shirley, which will be settled in Greendale Court. Uh, also, da, we get a, a look into um, da, what's going da, on with what court theme is that supposed I to be? I like it though. <laughs> Keep it going. Damn it. Dun, dun. I think it's a people's court. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to look into what Troy's up to over in the old uh, AC repair. repair, which leads Annex. to a kind of an upset. Mm. Uh, then we also, we also get a look into Abed's psyche mm-hmm. as a, a facet of his uh, facial hair comes <laughs> yeah. alive. Yes. 
That is correct. And Britta tries her hand at being a psyche artist. Mm-hmm. And Annie does nothing. That's true. Well, someone had to get left out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was Annie this time. Yeah. Although she does a real good job at, uh, you know, kicking off the Jeff thing right at the top. Yeah. Well, all right. She pokes fun at him. Yeah, but then it's really, it, he doesn't come around until later. And uh, also, fun note, Garrett Lambert credited for this episode. But we can't find him. We cannot find him. If you can find him, answers on a postcard. Yeah. Shut up, Leonard, podcast at gmail.com. We should have made that again. I cannot believe I got that right. <laughs> That's like, it might be. It was be, your last chance and you did it. If you could see my little brain thought, it was like it was like the bridge was crumbling and he was running, just barely <laughs> staying ahead of it. Oh, boy. That was a lot of fun. I want, I want, I, we should have had it a game the whole time. Spot Garrett. And you have to circle it. You have to send us a, a <laughs> screenshot with him circled. Well, it's too late for that now. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we decided to take a moment, guys. Come on. I know. This is the end of an era. This is the end. So what, what do we do now? If we go into the notes, right? The end. Is this, this is the last episode? This is a bad song by the doors. <laughs> uh, also, I don't think I was quite singing the right song. There. No, I don't think so either. But we're going to go into notes now. My first note is that Troy's gone. Yeah, that's they talk about that yeah. at the table. Little, uh, little, uh, little, uh, little, uh, little, uh, little, uh, little uh, foreshadowing of season five. Yeah? I yeah. mean, not intentional, but, <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Jesus. I just I, I decided to check our email, and it's like, shit, there's yeah, some Patreon's stuff in there. Patreon's really worried about us. Patreon's going hard with the emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to distract. This is, you know, we're still working out a few kinks of the show. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my first note is uh, uh, Annie says something about the dreamatorium. And she's she says that Abed plays in the dreamatorium. And then she says, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, he it's creates he renders imaginated dreamscapes. Yes. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, and then my note here about this is so this is definitively. <clears throat> Because of dialogue in this scene. Yeah. That this is the end of summer school. They have only taken the bio- biology class. Yes. This is this is canonical at this point. Yes. In the in the community episodes written by Dan Harmon and overseen by Dan Harmon. Correct. So in those season four episodes, at the end of season four. Oh Jesus. I know you don't like to talk about it. Oh jeez. Jeebs. But as if I need to work any harder to get people to get against season four. Mm-hmm. At the end of season four, somehow Jeff had secretly taken other classes over the summer in order to graduate quote unquote early. Yeah. Because season four is a shortened season. It's only one semester. Yeah. Everything's all dumb. Much like several seasons before it. No. It was only one semester. Uh, every time with you and that. <laughs> I'm a little trickster. <laughs> it's your last chance to do that, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say. Well, that, well, okay. Let's. I'm going to play the devil's advocate right here. I can't believe you're going right to pretend to right fake. now here. Why is that so wrong? What are you saying? So they take biology in summer class. Yeah. Jeff says, all right, guys, see you later. They, they, he feigns a walk towards his car. When they are out of eyesight, he turns around, goes back into the school, and takes another summer class. Why would Jeff take even more summer classes? He already hates taking one. Well, that, you're, see, here, here's where I'm going to get down to you on the logistics. Now I'm just a simple southern boy, but uh, it seems to me... Like you were trying to say that this episode, I've lost the accent completely at this point. And see, I can't, I can't, it's gone, it's gone forever. It seems to me 
like you were trying to say that this episode introduces information that contradicts that, but that's not the case. It's the earlier talk of, of Jeff being a summer boy and not wanting to take classes in the summer that contradicts that season four business. Yeah. It just it's why you bring it up now. Because this is where he says this is this is a uh, yeah. <laughs> Did someone say sexy construction worker? Okay, uh, so they're all trying to get Jeff to be a good person, and he's like, "I gotta, I gotta graduate. I gotta stay on target." Yeah, he says the phrase "stay on target," and that's that's Dean's cue to say, "Did somebody say sexy construction worker?" And he comes in as the sexy construction worker. Now this is now here's a thought. So Dean comes in. Announcing himself as sexy construction worker. Yeah. Verker. I've become Jeff. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I am the sexy construction worker. Oh boy, are you, is your name also Hilda? And do you live in the village? <laughs> um, yeah. My point is, Dean announces himself as sexy construction worker. I had always thought of it as, in the Dean's mind, his costumes are the normal version of those things. Okay. So what we see as, <laughs> as a sexy Uncle Sam, to him, is just Uncle Sam. I'm going to say, if anyone else said it, he wouldn't have said sexy, but because Jeff just oh, said Oh, I thing, see what you're saying. He, yeah. he imagines that Jeff thinks all of his outfits are, are sexy. sexy. Okay. I can see that. All right. Fair play. The Dean, he's just dressing nice. Yeah. To Jeff is sexy. Dressing nice. He's dressing for the occasion. <laughs> Please, if there's if there's anything that I can relate to with Dean, that's it. Yeah. I dress to occasions. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so he comes in as a sexy construction worker. Yeah. This is when he announces uh, that Subway's out. Yeah. That makes room for... Shirley's Sandwiches. That's not right. That's how some people say it. And that's not right. <laughs> so You were never a sandwich guy? <clears throat> no. That's I never said it that way. But I've always found it kind of orally pleasing. Sandwich. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, it's kind of it's got a nice <laughs> ring to it. Kind of bites my tongue. Ah, but I like it a little bit of edge. <laughs> no. Makes me think of the word like sanguine. Yeah. What's wrong with that? It's like a blood word. Maybe I want to think of blood when I'm eating a sandwich. I like blood sausage. Oh well, that makes sense then. Uh, I like a blood orange. I like it when blood and food crosses paths. But not in the way you'd think. <laughs> What's <laughs> click, the way you'd click think? Click the link. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> um, yeah. Are we, are we okay? Are we okay? Paper- are we upset? Is that what's happening right now? There's a paperwork. Like, I feel like we're low energy. Is it because we're upset that this is our last episode? Well, I think we also, we had a lot of talking time before the episode. We did. So I'm just... I'm I'm a little drained. We had a rough night last night as well. We had some oh. misadventures last Did night. We? Oh, I guess it's a little misadventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't tell the story. I mean, it's your story. Yeah. I thought I was David Lynch because I went to the Boz Big Boy where David Lynch usually used to go. Well, you're saying it like that's the start. You thought you were David Lynch after, I think. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I, was trying to be, I was trying to be a hot shot. I was trying to be David Lynch sitting there at Bob's Big Boys drinking a milkshake and a ton of coffee because that's what he used to get. Mm. And I did not account for the effects that coffee has on a body, especially someone who does not drink a lot of coffee, which then led to, I'll give you the short version, me and Andrew driving around Downey at 10.30 at night looking for a toilet because I was about to explode with poop. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's the short version, I guess. <laughs> the point is, we're beaten, we're bloodied, we've been talking, and we're coming off weird, downy toilet adventures. But we're here, and this is their last episode we're going to cover, and we're going to make the goddamn best of it. Yeah. So then we get a Shut Up Leonard. Yeah. Or do you want to talk oh. more about whatever's... Do you have more betweens? We get a sweet Shut Up Leonard. Okay. A sweet, sweet yeah, Shut Up Leonard. this is a great... This is Britta's only Shut Up Leonard. Yeah. Um... Oh, and before this, we, I mean, we learned the details, like Pierce and Shirley argue over who's the owner. Uh, Jeff reiterates that he's got to study, and we learned that Abed is in therapy. Yeah, or he's that, going to be in therapy. With Britta. Yeah. And, he, and she says, uh, what could possibly go wrong? Uh-huh. Leonard says, classic tee-up, yeah. which it is. And Britta says, in, a, in one of the sweetest shut-up Leonard's of all, shut up, Leonard. I know about your crooked wang. To which Leonard replies, no such thing as bad press. Yeah. Hell yeah, that is a classic <clears throat> Shut Up Leonard call and response. It's perfect. I'm going to tell you, when I saw him in the background of the opening scene... Mm-hmm. Oh, Big Dick Urban, as, as as Gillian Jacobs calls him offset. I was so ready for whatever... I couldn't remember what exactly what the Shut Up Leonard was. Yeah. And I was so ready for a Shut Up Leonard. I'm so glad that this was in our last episode. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this was there to see us off. <laughs> yeah. See us off. It's like CSI, but different. It's just a little off. Tuesdays coming, at 9. Coming to TBS this sometime. <laughs> e- okay, so my next note is uh, Abed. Yeah, Abed is... Abed at home. In the apartment hmm. at, a, at a loss for himself. Yeah. And who should appear? In the doorway of the dormitorium. Yeah. Is our As, old pal. Yeah. Evil Abed. Evil Abed. And this is with an actual physical uh, beardo. Goatee. Goatee beardo. Yeah. Um, which they kind of mentioned in the commentary that they, they tried to make it where when you see the beard, what the is physical she... beard, yeah. it's it's Abed seeing outside of himself. Yeah. And then when it's the, the fake goatee, the felt goatee. Yeah, that's what people in the real world are. Well, well the world. Not world. just the real world, but that's that's real Abed. Not real Abed from Harmontown. Not Abed Gaith. Yeah. It's it's Abed himself being possessed by evil yes, Abed. Yes, correct. So it's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's layers. This 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 is a German me is back. Uh, this is a little older German me. He is maybe just vaguely European. Uh, I'm gonna cease that now. The spirit has left me, and I apologize for that little outburst. Um, this is where where community is really kind of good at walking the line. Where depending on how you interpret it, this could be a fantastical sci-fi story of a universe hopping, or, or it, it could just be Abed playing out that fantasy. I mean, or or like a literal psychotic break. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's I think a really strong interpretation. Yes, I you know what my interpretation is. Huh. What's the difference? Oh boy, you're one of those. <laughs> you read a poem and you say so. No, here's the thing. I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> you know. I think about <laughs> every day. I think about what if evil me came out. No, I think about what if this is. I've been I've been at this conundrum with you before. I think okay. what if in the middle of the night, uh, agents of some un, unknown party enter my bedroom, murder me, and replace me with a clone that has all my memories. Okay. Now, from the world's perspective, from an outside perspective, what is the difference between that and me just sleeping through the night? But, I mean, this is clearly two different Abeds. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, 
there's just th- th- those are two realities where eff- effectively they're the same. No, you, nothing changes based on your interpretation. It, it, the same thing is going to happen either way. So whether you interpret this as as a as a, a universe hopping sci fi adventure or a psychotic break, in the same way, what is the difference? It, 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 they mean the same thing in, well, within the story. In a, in a well within the story. That's what I'm saying. But I, I mean in future stories, perhaps. Yeah. Or for interpretations of other elements. There is no future. There is no past. There's only the now, Andrew. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Everything else is made up. <laughs> well, well, when is now? Everything else can be faked because the past could be your clone memories and the future could be a different clone who's not you. So therefore, the future and the past are non-existent. All that is real is now. And <laughs> I'm saving my really out there theories for, for the end here. <laughs> and so therefore, what is the difference between if it's a psychotic break or if it's a sci-fi extravaganza? I mean, just options, I guess, right? Or no? How do you mean options? What do you mean by that? <clears throat> well, because if it's a, if it is a sci-fi extravaganza, yeah, then, I mean, wouldn't certain characters be? I mean, are you talking in the context of a written world? Or are you talking, talking in the only, context of a real world? What situation? am I saying to you? I'm talking about only the now, only this episode of Community. So you're saying like right? So we're two people talking, yeah, right, yeah, and we're talking extemporaneously, yeah. We're living in a real world, yes. And you're saying, hypothetically, last night, uh, unknown forces came in. Yes. Got rid of prime you, or perhaps an unknown number you. Yeah. And replaced you with the next iteration. Yes. And now I'm talking to that instead of the man that I saw yesterday. Yes. And you're saying, what's the difference whether or not I knew that, or whether whether or not, if the two options are that happened or sleep happened. Yeah. You're saying, what's the difference now? Yeah. Yes. Because like, well, I and mean, it's not what the difference if you know because you don't know. Okay, so, I so don't. I'm saying, what is it from an outside perspective? Uh-huh. If if for, for to God, yeah. what is the difference? Because it's it, it's it's the same effect. Is my point. Mm. And I think in this episode, well, all we can view is the now of the story that happens in this episode. I think it's the same effect, and I think that's something I like about Community is that it can exist in that ambiguity mm. where either way it fits and matters and is the same. And we are all made of light and and, <laughs> and 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 stardust and bad people are shadows. Is that is that what Dan Harmon's been talking about with the agreements? Oh yeah, that's a thing. We got real new agey. On this. I think we scared off all of the original fans. And and what I'm going to ask you next is, what, 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 if if Steve Agee is murdered in the night and replaced with a clone, what is the difference between him, uh, Steve Agee Prime, and New Agee? We'll let that one lie. <laughs> But also, I think somehow each iteration of Steve Agee gets a little louder. <laughs> well, he's also getting taller. That's not natural, that height. No. That's not, not, no, not a real When we saw him height. live at Boat Fest, or Bo- Boat Fest, <laughs> at Pod Fest. At Boat Fest. <laughs> he was the boat cop at Pod Fest. I know he was. I mean, I feel like he was louder. I mean, because he was projecting, because he was on stage. He tried the boards at the theater. What we're, the? F- we're on note number five for me. <laughs> <laughs> my, ne- my next note is Limpkin Wrench. Uh, my next note is John Goodman's Sun Chamber. Yeah, I mean, that's right after. Okay, yeah, the Limpkin Wrench. That, that, that's the lesson. So we pop into Troy's lesson times. Yeah. As they call them. At the AC Repair Annex. Yeah. 
And uh, Troy looks bored with the lesson that's going on. Yeah. And they're learning about a Limpkin wrench, which, which gets is more your... in detail in the deleted scene. And a Limpkin wrench, that's your classic wrench. That's <clears throat> if you, you picture a wrench in a cartoon. You it's crazy it. that I've never heard that name before. Yeah, is that the real name for it? I Should we be Googling? I'll Google while you okay. talk. But, so the deleted scene is, is um, uh, what's the act? Dan Back Backdoll. Dan Backdoll. Uh, who is playing Murray? Murray the plumber, not the plumber, not <laughs> the plumber, not. <laughs> well, that's a little-known also word. That also, by the way, also word is a phrase. That's a little-known also word for air conditioner repairman. Oh, Dan Beckdahl. Uh, Beckdahl. What? There's three syllables. I'm only hearing two when you say it. Beckdahl. Beckdahl. Yeah. Oh my God. Beckdahl. So he he's uh, he's given the lesson, but then he kind of chides Troy. Troy doesn't join their laughing games. He's like Rudolph. He doesn't he doesn't fit in. It's a made up name. Oh, really? First result, community quotes. Second result is out of the bird, the Limpkin. Third result, community. Fourth result, community. Yeah, it's all it's it's a uh, that's it. That you got is no a Wikipedia entry phrase. on a Limpkin wrench. I got a Wikipedia page on a page on the bird Limpkin. So yeah, that is not the real name for the wrench. Okay, I, I do kind of like that they made it up. There. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it appears to be a standard wrench. Yeah. Uh, and then, as you said, John Goodman arrives, v- Vice Dean Laybourne, mm-hmm. and he says, "Troy Barnes, I need to see you." Um, yeah. And then he, he takes him to a room to show him the sun chamber. Yeah. Uh, which is a sort of box, a, a box with two well, halves. They're kind of like in a historical artifact room. Yes. Uh, he's not just, I mean, he shows him, the, the sun chamber's there, so he explains it. He's there to show him the, the little manual. Yes. The book. The but he does prophecy. explain the sun chamber. Yeah, which is, uh, it's got two sun lamps in the top yeah. and two air conditioner pairs with a wall separating them. Two air conditioners, I should say. Mm. Uh, and the idea is that uh, two air conditioner repairmen step in, one leaves <laughs> because yeah. the other dies of heat stroke. Uh, and he calls it a savage relic of an ancient time. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. So then he picks up the little book. Yeah, he says there's a prophecy. Yeah. I will confess that for a time I believed myself to be this person, but now I know that it is you yeah. who are the, the truest repairman. The truest repairman. Yes. They fix not only air conditioners, but the men that fix them. Yes. And he says the, the true repair. The true repairman will repair man. Yeah. That's a good line. I I tell you, I'm a big fan of when you say the same thing twice and it means two different things. Yeah. That's just a little trope that I fucking adore. I'll point out some other examples. Uh, In Breaking Bad, Mm -hmm. when uh, Jesse is convincing Walt that they need a crooked lawyer, he says, guys like us, we don't need a criminal lawyer. We need a criminal lawyer. Mm -hmm. That's a great one. Mm -hmm. Of course, Jay-Z's famous. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Do you also like, like in a film or TV show where they'll say something at the beginning and then at the end and, and it, it means, means two different things? Two different things. I, I like that not as much. That's a, that's but a similar I do trip, like I'll it. say. Yeah. I do I like that. I think I like that one more. See, I don't like that as much, but I do like it. Because what I like about that is that there's a journey. Yeah. There's a journey between those words. Yeah. You take the words, you put a journey between them. <laughs> I enjoy that a lot. I enjoy it a lot too. I'm not going to downgrade that. I, I like the other slightly more, but I do like that as well. Uh, so the next note I have is uh, back to Abed. There's some more evil Abed things what? going on. He gives oh, a, yeah. He gives a speech. I've, yeah, he gives a fucking phenomenal line in his speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, would fit in like a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a dramatic movie. <laughs> like I think one I wrote of those down dr- half of that line. I wrote down, because I, 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 I remember this. This is just a line that I remember in general anyway, yeah. because it's so goddamn good. Uh-huh. He's trying to sell 
good Abed, or is in his universe, is he's known lame Abed. We'll find out later. Yeah. On the idea of going bad. Mm-hmm. And he says, when the world gets bad enough, the good go crazy. But the smart, they go bad. Yeah. I got I got little chills just right now saying yeah. it. That's, that's such a, good, a fucking good line. That's a good line. I wonder who wrote it. Was it Steven or Annie or perhaps someone else? Perhaps Dan Hermone. Who can say? I, I kind of wish they had brought that up in the commentary because it Can't is such say. a fucking cracker of a line. So uh, then from there, uh, we go back to uh, Jeff is trying to study in the library. Yeah. Shirley has approached him. Yeah. Allegedly to help him study. <clears throat> but yeah. Jeff he calls her to, out. Yeah. And then he's, I like this. He says, you can't really, there's no sing-songy way of saying yes, is there? Yes. <laughs> she tries. <laughs> she really tries. Yeah. Uh, basically, she wants help. Yeah. Uh, and then Jeff says, "Let just let Pierce cool off. Yeah. Uh, he'll be fine if you, you let you him just, cool off. You know, you, just, you, know, you know how crazy and paranoid he can get. Yeah. And, and then... <laughs> two, it, somehow, he has is, he is gotten cardboard or, or yeah. wood, perhaps. To look like a realistic bookshelf. Yeah. The bookshelf that they're, stand, they're sitting in front of. Yeah. Is, in fact... <laughs> is, in fact, Pierce. Yes. Uh, I mean, there's a real bookshelf behind him. Yeah. He's somehow matched those exactly. It's pretty impressive. And it's the great line where Jeff had said, you know how crazy and paranoid Jeff or Pierce can be. And then Pierce pulls it. Ah, crazy, paranoid, impotent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. And then uh, he says, I'll see you in court. Yeah. Uh, and then the dean says, yeah, we'll settle this in Greendale court. Yeah. Let's meet at three. And then Jeff says, I have my finals at five. I'll see you at three. So I'm, I'm free until four. Yeah. Uh, then we, the next we we find we're in the AC annex again. We find out that the vice dean has passed. I have a thing right before that. Nope, you don't. I'm shutting you down. I'm overriding it. What is it? Uh, when when uh Britta comes in to start counseling Abed, things are happening real rapid fire here. Yeah. And and uh, evil Abed or you know evil Abed inside of Abed, however yeah. you want to phrase yeah. it, Ow. uh, I takes a look at. Them. Britta and and you see from the the RoboCop style vision yes. from back in season when he was the when he was the mean girl two or one i think it was two i know how i can look it up so you keep talking uh uh, but you get you get a look at that and his readings are he's he's tracking the percentage of how dark this timeline is he's got a mission yeah uh down at the bottom which uh you'll see for a while uh evil abed's mission is ooh nice nice call on thank that. you it was season two <laughs> you remembered that that was good i looked up hillary duff to yeah. go straight to that episode because i remember that she was in it that's that was a good that thank was a good pull <laughs> thank you that episode was also directed by tristram shapiro yeah and i remember that she's in it because she's really great in that episode yes anyway uh, uh yeah so the the mission that evil abed has at first is uh escape dreamatorium yes uh and the percentage i believe is very low it's like five percent yeah of uh, the darkness of the timeline, or yeah. however that's he needs to it. make the world dark enough to support him outside the dreamatorium. Is that the idea? Yeah, I think that's yeah. the idea. And then as it, it as the percentage goes up, his mission changes at one point. Yes, yeah, so to turn this into the darkest. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, uh, do your words now. Which is also again why I think it kind of fits with the cross universe hopping is because in the tag for remedial chaos theory, mm. he states his mission as evil Abed is to invade the good universe. Yeah. So this is a kind of literal follow up to that. Yeah. And it's very satisfying. Yeah. Well, that's uh, what they. I mean, do you remember 
season four at all. No, don't. Why? why the you, season why? four paintball tried to continue that. And that was bad. And it was bad. Because they finished the story in this episode. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's just, you see the evolution of, of what Abed would become. I don't. It's weird. It's weird. Like it. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. I don't, it's weird. I don't like. It's weird. It's I weird. don't like. It's weird. It's weird. That's that shit I don't like. It's like Chief Keefe told us about. What? Vice Dean dies. Vice Dean die. He inhaled a lethal amount of Freon. Yeah. Freon? Freon. Freon? Freon. 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 What? What I enjoy in this scene, <laughs> there's a priest. Yes. Even the priest is in a AC repair jumpsuit. Yes. It's still got the priest's collar. Yeah. But it's it is black. a jumpsuit. It's all yeah. black. Yeah. But it is a jumpsuit. This priest is good. There's something about him. He's a good priest. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good actor. Yeah. Um, so, um. Something next... O'Brien was his name. Event Nicole Brown was trying to remember his name on the commentary, hmm. and I looked it up. All I can entertain now is O'Brien. Okay. Uh, my next note is uh, back is in the courtroom for the yep. first time, and we see who is Pierce's lawyer. It's old Alan, played by Rob Corddry, mm-hmm. Jeff's old nemesis. Yeah. 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 Uh, for those who don't recall, this is the man who turned Jeff in mm-hmm. to back in season two. He turned Jeff in to the the... Mr. Man, Hand. Mr. Hole in Hand, Ted, played uh, by Drew Carey. Yeah, his name is Ted. Yeah. We find out his fate later. And we also find out in this scene, in a goddamn delightful little circumstance, mm. Leonard is the bailiff in this oh. court. <laughs> yeah, it's visible. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like seeing Leonard in a nice shirt and tie. Oh, it's, it's a good scene. Right? It's a good sight. <laughs> yeah, I like seeing Leonard in anything. That's true. <laughs> I think that's also... Partly why I love the season six episode, the uh, the the one where they make the movie around Chang's, yeah. sci- they make a sci-fi movie around Chang's little bit. Yeah, because Leonard's in qu- quite an outfit there. Yeah, he is. All right, let's back into this. Uh, Connor, Alan, Connor, mm-hmm. and Jeff—they're talking. They have the great thing where they they call themselves both by the sidekick names: Sundance and Tango. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, Jeff is like, hey, uh, keep keep it easy, huh? Yeah. Lay off. And uh, Alan says, Scout's Honor, Sinead O'Connor. Yep. <laughs> Good stuff. Classic celeb rhyme. Uh, back to Britain, Evil Abed. Uh, first, the Dean has a very important question before oh, we yeah. even begin proceedings. <laughs> You're right. You are right. He holds up two uh, judge robes yeah. and says, Judging Amy or Judge Judy? Yes. To which uh, they were saying in the commentary they were exactly the same. And then they, someone said one of them had more of a shine. That's interesting. So I well, here's what I like. Oh. Even though judge robes, by anyone's estimations, are a unisex garb. Yeah. Uh, Dean specifically introduced the idea that they are women's judge robes. Yeah. Before he those went. are the two yeah. pop culture shows that <laughs> yeah. he wants to imitate. <laughs> what was the deal with judging Amy? No idea. Right. That's no a total blind idea. spot for me too. Was she the judge? I do know. That or was my, she the lawyer? My, court? my my dear sweet mother, who I love, recently recorded literally 104 episodes of Judging Amy that just appeared on our DVR one day. Do you have room for your things? Not really. I, I mean, she started plugging away and deleting them, but at oh. one point I looked at the DVR and there were literally 104 episodes of Judging Amy. On I'm going to tell you if I could do that for Murphy Brown, I would mm. because it's. Uh, I only know Murphy Brown through Seinfeld. It's hard to get on. She shows up in Seinfeld. Oh, they met. They reference it. That's right. Twice. I got it. I got so excited. I don't know, okay. I'm not there yet. Do you what? do you know the reference that involves Kramer or Elaine? I I know about the Kramer reference. Okay. I don't know about the Elaine reference. I see. I thought the Elaine reference comes first. Well, I just start. I just finished season five. 
The Elaine reference is less significant than the Kramer reference. Okay. We're getting. This is not shut up, Newman. Uh, this is shut up, Leonard. So let's I just, talk about. I just want to tell you how much community. I love the idea of Murphy Brown and what what couple of reruns I've seen from like Nick at Night. I want to watch all of it and I can't. What? She's of, a lady lawyer. No, she's a lady reporter. Oh. And they managed to include like uh, the, the part of the storyline got the president at the time. He referenced it in a speech. Yeah, because he's like, we don't want a bunch of Murphy Brown single mothers running around. And then... And she's like, excuse you? In the show, when the show comes back from whatever season break, they include that clip, and she responds to it. Yeah. It's insane. I love it. What a weird time. I love it. What couldn't he spell? Tomatoes? Potatoes? I thought it was was the sitting president. You're saying it was Dan Quayle? I believe it was Dan Quayle. Okay. I thought it was... Had an incident where he could not spell one of those words. They're hard to spell. Go do your talk. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talk time now. What? This is how I talk time. Leonard and Brave Abed. (laughs) What? (laughs) I like that as a start to anything. I've combined two lines of notes into one sentence in my brain. Uh, Evil, 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 Britta and evil Abed are in the dreamatorium. Yeah. Evil Abed is really laying into Britta. Yeah. And she's she's saying, hey, uh, maybe you're doing this as evil Abed because he knows fear. Yeah, he can. he's more adept at handling fear. Yeah, and he's just like, hey, that's the lame way of seeing it. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes hard on Britta, and he says, tell me about your parents, Britta. Yeah. She says, um, no. No. <laughs> that's a good moment. Yeah. Then we get back to the AC Repair School. Murray. Is the new Vice Dean. Dean. I really like uh, Troy's little arc here. As yeah. the sort of reluctant hero of the, it, it's like, oh it's, yeah, because it is. I mean, you know, Dan Harmon is obviously very kind of obsessed with the hero's journey and that yeah. whole thing. But I mean, this really is the classic fantasy mold of the hero's journey with Troy here, played out, and it works really well. And it's also got weirdly a little bit of a detective vibe in this scene too, because yeah. he's sort of grilling Murray and, and putting shit together in his head. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot of fun. I also like. I mean, this really shows you that. I mean, Troy's not a complete idiot. Yeah, like he really like. He can figure things out. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's, it's, it, we make a lot of jokes at his expense, or the show does at least. Yeah. But he, he can take care of himself. And that's community when it's good, which is why I had some problems with season four, Troy. I, I also think it's, it's notable, uh, because in the, in the previous episode, that's the one where he sacrifices himself essentially. Yes. To save the group. Like he's doing this all full well knowing. Yeah, as a as a Troy boy, you can see why I really love season three and especially these last two episodes. This is a good this is a good look for him. Yeah. Uh so yeah, continue. Uh so yeah, he uh Murray is the new vice dean. Uh and he's he says, Troy, you're out. We, we don't want you anymore. Yeah, which cause he knows he knows Troy is a threat. Yeah, because yeah, Troy's next question is like, you know, Vice Dean Laborn was a really great repairman. It seems weird that he would make such a rookie mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh and then he gets kicked out. And then uh, Troy kind of realizes, I got I got work to do here. Yeah. The next scene, we go back to Troy, uh, not Troy, we go back to Abed and Britta. Nope. We got, uh, Alan is hitting Shirley real hard before we go back to Britta. Oh, you're right. And, uh, I, didn't, I didn't note that. Uh, Alan is, uh, br- he, he's bringing up a Facebook message in which, uh, or a Facebook post in which uh, Shirley says she would sell her baby Ben. Uh, to oh, this bu- is where Andy's on the stand. Yes. That's right. To, this is what she gets to do. To bump it with Denzel? Is that the exact yeah, yeah, word? Yeah. yeah. Uh, does that mean sex or dancing? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And also, I think it's kind of like a weird false premise where it's like, who would take baby as payment for sex? Does that make sense? I th- no, I think I don't. I, <laughs> I think there's some there's some. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's a joke for her cousin. Of course it's a joke. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, they took it. I mean, Alan Connor took it way out of context and made it super serious. But honestly, you. Yeah. That well, doesn't make any you know, sense. That's like, what yeah. he's doing. Uh, and then he, he, he brings up that she didn't know who the father of the baby was for a time. Yeah. And he said for most of the year. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a deleted scene here yeah. where I'm kind of glad they took it out because it, it's kind of, I don't know, it bummed me out to watch. Like when he's showing the, the pictures of her drunk to the jury. Yeah, it's hard. And he calls her a slut. Yeah, and I just eh, it felt dirty watching yeah. that. Yeah, that was cut out thankfully. Those are those are the Polaroid pictures that yes. she took down from the bar. Yes, what was the bar called? The Red Door the... or the other name? No, not no, correct. Not correct. We've had this. The ball, we've the had ballroom. this. No, maybe we've had this discussion so many times on this show. The Pope Pit. What was that one? <laughs> what? Season six? Oh yeah, the the Vicar of Dribbly, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, the 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 Vatican. The Vatican. Yeah. We, we we have had this discussion so many times on this goddamn show, and we never fucking know it. Uh, I think it was Red Door. No, that was the one they were trying to go to that turned out to be it was closed or something. No, because they no because they, Shirley wouldn't have agreed to go to the bar. Yes, they 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 they. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're going to table this discussion, and then we're going to finally resolve it in next week's episode. Oh, okay. Which will be the season three wrap-up is next week's episode. Okay. That is my promise to you, the listener, is that we will finally... And by the way, you, the listener, you probably know better at this point. You're probably <laughs> screaming at your phone right now, hey, dickheads, I figured it out the first time you had this discussion, because I looked it up, like a goddamn American or an Irish person, because I feel like we got several of the Irish fans. Are you... Are you you're not... You're, what are you mad about? You're, you seem mad. I'm mad at us. <laughs> I'm mad at this Mickey Mouse bullshit. We're pulling on the listener right now. I feel like we're letting them down, and we're continuing to let them down by not knowing the name of this goddamn bar, and if it is, in fact, the same bar that Britta later works at at season six. Are you also mad because that episode features Paul of Tompkins? You should know that episode inside and out. <laughs> I should. Yeah. It's also it's really one of my favorites. It's a great episode. It's got yeah, two Natero good... in it as well. Nataro. Yeah. I said Natero looks kinda of fancy laugh. <laughs> Wait, is that a season three episode? Yeah. Oh, we should have we shouldn't have said it's our favorite yet. We gotta save that for our season well, three. Well we both right said up. one of our favorites. It's fine. Okay. 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 What the hell? Um now oh, yeah, so they cut that deleted scene. It was a real it was a real barn burner. Shit. Then we're back to Britta and Evil Abbott. Yep. Evil Abed is it's hard too, yeah. much like Alan does. Uh, we we just have Britta saying he was dressed as a dinosaur. We've talked about that before. Yeah, and uh, then Abed says, "Is that why you dropped out of high school?" Gets real hard here. And then uh, Evil Abed goes on a whole rant about therapy, which I thought is this is this Dan Harmon talking yes. about therapy a little yes. bit? Because <laughs> we Dan Harmon has talked about therapy on Harmon's yeah. a little bit. He doesn't believe in it. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's good. Yeah, and Evil Abbott is saying that uh, ther- therapists are just people who want to believe they're special because there's nothing wrong with their brains. I I kind of like. Um, uh, I mean, I'm so behind on Harmontown right now that it was it was like from three weeks ago probably. But uh, he has a whole bit where, like, you walk into a therapist's office, 
you're, you're touching your hair and they're like, oh, why are you touching your hair? Yeah. And then the hour's up and they say, and that's just like touching your hair. Yeah. And I, I feel like, yeah, that's a thing and I hate it. I that's hate the thing that, that. Have you ever been to a therapist? No, but like that's so the that's thing the in thing like that... stories too. That's the thing like when you yeah. meet people, that's I the hate thing, that shit. That's the thing movie therapists do and Ooh. dumb people do sometimes. Well, in real life, I've had, yeah. I've seen people do that. And I'm like, oh my God, you're the worst yeah. person. I will sometimes do that only as a goof. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with it being a goof Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> when a boy wants to do a goofum. <laughs> <laughs> One of us has to keep going. What? Um, uh, now we're back to the court. Oh, yeah. And this is the this only... This is a great book. Can I tell you the only thing I wrote? What? With a gay duck. <laughs> yeah, of course. And I only remember that part. And do either of us remember what he said before that? Yeah, something like an Italian. And yeah, something like that. Really bad. Yeah. Uh, so, Tro- uh, Troy. Jeff. Jeff. Jeff is the one who's Jeff. Jeff says... Hey. Wait, so is Troy the one who's Troy? Yes. Oh, okay. Troy... <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is... I said Troy. I started to say Troy. <laughs> I'm just such a Troy boy. I can't get him off my mind. You're a Troy boy. Um... <laughs> Oop, hit the microphone. Je- <laughs> Jeff... Pretends to blow it. I quit. I'm out. This is I can't. I can't make it across the finish line here. I'm collapsing like that guy in the GIF. Oh, you know that guy? <laughs> what? Is that the one that the cop had to help? Maybe it's the guy who's like running a marathon and he just collapses. Oh, I'm like that guy right now. <laughs> Wait, I mean, this technically this is barely this is like a one of three finish lines that we've set for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. <clears throat> Jeff pretends to blow it. Yeah. Says, oh, let me go check my notes. And hey, while I'm doing this, and there's a great moment here where everyone thinks, everyone like in the courtroom is like, oh, Jeff's blowing it. Even Shirley's mad. Yeah. But Alan is looking at him like, oh, shit, he's leading to something. Oh, yeah. So he goes back to his notes. He says, say. Well, he's turning away from Pierce. <laughs> yeah. Say, does anyone know any good jokes? Yeah. And Pierce goes, I do. And Pierce immediately, before anyone Raises else can jump his in. Hand, yeah, he says, I do. Uh, uh, an Italian, a Jew, and an Irishman walk into a bar. With a gay duck. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and then it's like three minutes later. Three something. jokes later. Yeah. And then what I would Pierce, do you recall what he's screaming as they come back? Uh, I do. <laughs> I half remember it. You do. You do. Uh, so everyone's throwing like trash and stuff at him. Yeah. And he is just screaming. So wait, are you telling me they're not good at basketball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good times. That was, that's some crazy stuff. So my next note is about the ceremony for passing on the vice deanery. Oh, before that, we get a little thing of Evil Abed walking through the hallway. Oh, right. I should have made that note. This really is great. A really great. Evil Abed, if this sunglasses was a gift, on, wear it on my chest. cigarette in mouth, is going through a hallway. Here, this, is the, this is the one moment where I'd call Evil Abed cool Abed. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. Evil Abed is going through the hallway. Mm-hmm. A hallway that has been specifically set up to be fucked with by Evil Abed. Oh, yeah. Because there are several improbable things. There's a guy talking on a payphone in yeah. 2012 or whenever this well, was. Well, it's Greendale. Yeah, that's true. Abed hangs up the call. Yeah. Uh, he's smoking a cigarette, So he, and there's a little, a little girl by herself at a college. Holding a, a balloon. balloon. Yeah. Abed pops it with a cigarette, yeah. and then he dumps the cigarette in someone's coffee. Yeah. And then he says, cruel, cruel, cruel. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when he's carrying a bone saw this whole time. Yeah. Which, according to people in the commentary, looks like a... Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's some, a special kind, kind of blender. Mixer. Oh, yeah, yeah blender. <laughs> we came to each other's side of the argument. Uh, uh, then we got the ceremony. Yeah. Well, the, the ceremony of five winds, <laughs> which are north, east, south, 
The one we don't tell people about in West. <laughs> Love it. That's so good. Um, Troy, Troy bursts in. Yeah, this is the coronation ceremony, yeah. basically, for Murray as Vice Dean. Troy bursts in and says, I'm the truest repairman! <laughs> well, he also says that having yeah. a, a room just for the ceremony is wasteful. Yeah, it's a waste of floor space. Yeah. Yeah. To which Murray says, on Saturdays we do yoga. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Troy challenges Murray to a duel in the sun chamber. Yeah. 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 Things are heating up! <clears throat> now, when we go back to the courtroom... Yeah. Uh... There's something going on here. I, I, I don't know why they're talking, but, but Jeff and Alan are talking. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's Alan is saying... Alan hey, requests a recess he's, because he's like up against the wall. Oh, yeah, which Dean's Dean sees the opportunity yay, for a costume, costume change. change. Yeah. Uh, and, and Alan says to Jeff, hey, if you don't lay off, I'm, I mean, you're not going to get to go back to work. Yeah. you got to throw this case or, yeah. you know, you're not going to have a position. And, and Jeff he says... says hey, Ted, Ted likes Ted me. Ted doesn't like in. you. Yeah. And then, and then he says, Ted couldn't, Ted couldn't hack it, couldn't swim with the sharks. Yeah. And that's not a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> Ted was eaten by sharks. Yeah. Does that kind of bum you out to know that Ted is dead? Yeah, I'd forgotten that. I'd yeah. honestly forgotten that fact. Ted, There's... of course, was Drew Carey the, with a hole in his hand in the previous episode. And he was really, really great and funny. And I'm a little bummed that I he's dead. I think it'd be funny if they did a bit where he had a son who also had a hole in his hand. <laughs> Do you... Not 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 genetic-wise. It's just... Do you think in heaven he's got a whole hand again? <laughs> No. <laughs> um, here's here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's uh, Let me try and uh, wrap your brain around this. Jeff and Troy are going through the same storyline right now. Because Alan yeah. has taken over the law yeah. place. Okay. And, and Troy is going up against Murray, who has taken over the AC Repair School. Yeah. And both of them, they've received that position after the yeah. death. Of the leader, yeah. Who the leader enjoyed, you know, Jeff and Tr- like, yeah. It's all the similarities are there, and I love it. It's all connected. I love it so much because shield. Because as we as uh, as it comes up the in the whole uh, the dice rolling episode, the remedial chaos theory. Yes. That Troy Troy can save the group. Troy is like the optimistic Jeff. Yes. Troy, they're they're and so then, and this is Jeff becoming that good version of Jeff. Yeah. Oh, this up. This is a good app. Yeah. It's all there. Um. So then Dean comes back in, addresses Lady Justice, blindfolded. <laughs> Blind included. Justice. Yeah. And, Is uh, her name not Lady Justice? No, I don't think so. Runs right into... No, no! Her name is Lady Justice. I mean, if Dean calls her that, that's Dean's <laughs> name for her. She's not Lady Justice. Please. It's Justice is Blind. Lady Justice. Oh, oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Kindly get down on your knees and suck my fucking dick. Because that statue is called Lady Justice. I like Justitia. Well, that's another name for her. Lady Justice is an allegoric personification of the moral force in the judicial systems. Was Lady Justice... Fuck you. The, that is what she's called. In the fake Avengers team in the Dexter's Lab cartoon? Uh, she might have been. There is, there, I know there is a, lady, a superhero called Lady Justice from somewhere. <laughs> This or maybe she's just a legitimate comics character. I'm gonna look that up. This is very important. Uh, oh, techno, techno comics. Oh, Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. Huh. Lady Justice no is a series though. created by Neil Gaiman for techno comics. Weird, wild stuff. Um, point is, Dean comes in dressed as Lady Justice, sure. blindfold included. Mm. Uh, immediately bumps into a table hard. <laughs> Yeah, uh, 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 as he it's, says, it's the bailiff's table. It's yes. Leonard's table, yeah. and I love Leonard's reaction. Is just to sort of very coolly grab the scales so they don't fall. Oh yeah, Leonard's a fucking pro. Um, 
And, and it hurts the Dean especially because it was right on the corner, yeah. and it hit him on a fresh tattoo. Yeah, on a leg, like an upper thigh kind now, of Now, I've got a, I got a lot of quandaries about that tattoo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to launch them at you. Is that his first tattoo? I don't think so. Okay. What do you think it's a tattoo of? Here's, here's, okay. I'm just off the cuff, off, off the, off the top of the noggin right here. Given the location of that tattoo. Yeah. I believe. It's on the upper thigh. I believe it might be instructions. Oh, I was not ready for you to hit me with that word. I was not prepared. You should have given me a little warning before you said that. I have to follow up, even though, I mean, I half know the answer, but I'm going to have to ask you so you say it. What kind of instructions, Andrew? What to do with all the parts. Oh, I, as much as I like this idea. And it's on his upper thigh. So like, it's an, isn't what, it, it, it's instructions of what to do with his dick? Maybe. <laughs> maybe it says something like something sassy like put me inside you. <laughs> or, no. or it could be something else. No. <laughs> or here's another great theory that I just came up with. Uh, every time he does something, he gets a tattoo of something. You know what I'm saying? Like you know when a uh, in the back in the war days, when a sh- when a plane would bomb someone, yeah, they'd get a little bomb marker, right? Or they'd shoot down another plane, they'd get a little little X mark. Yeah, maybe the dean has something like that. For what? I don't know. I'm gonna see. Here's 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 the thing about you and me and our dynamic. <laughs> You're you you seem to be more willing to open the door to these things for the dean. Yeah. And yet I am definitely the one more willing to name specifics. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the specifics. That's the thing. I can't imagine. Well, here's the here's my I just but know that this is a possibility. Here's why I, I don't think this is the case. Okay. Because the dean is someone who is obviously very a very sexual person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's let's face it here. But he's not he doesn't like he doesn't talk openly about his sexuality. Well, it's in a covered part of his body. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I also have to imagine that... Where do you think his other tattoos are? I, th- I think somewhere on his body he has a tattoo related to Jeff. Either Jeff's name, Jeff's face... El Jefe? Something. Yeah. Somewhere. I don't know where. Can't even imagine. I like to think that he has... Because we've seen, we've seen him shirtless. Yeah. There's nothing there. I would like to He's think... He's a buff man with no tattoos on his upper body. Yeah, there's nothing on his upper... Wait, we've seen him completely naked, ex- blurred out. So maybe it's post that. Well, this w- so, but then this would would maybe ta- potentially be his first tattoo. Okay, well, I, or right after that, he got into tattoos. <laughs> tattoos could be a, I mean, it could be a sexual fetish. Sure, uh, uh, I don't, but I don't, I don't see the, it's the dean uh, as <clears throat> vice dean calls him. I see him as a, a pan pansexual imp. Mm. Uh, to me, that doesn't lend itself to BDSM, which I think is where you're going when you're getting into a tattoo fetish. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I got, I, got, I got a lot of wonders about this tattoo. Yeah, I don't know. What's next on the docket? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a... Where am I on my notes? Oh, oh the, sun the, um, started. the sun chamber. Yeah. So the guy does the... Played by the great Hal Rudnick. He does the weird thing. Yeah. Uh, where... I absolutely love this weird thing he does, yeah. where he is doing the uh, the the uh, the 
He's announcing. Yeah, he's doing the classic, like, you know, if this was a Mad Max, if this was in the Mad Max world. Well, uh, let's, I mean, let's bring it to something people can understand. Uh, If this was medieval times. Yeah, but not even that, because there is a post-apocalyptic element to it, I feel, in the way he's dressed. Well, yeah, he's got a cape on with elements of air conditioning on it, I'd (laughs) say. Like vent covers and fan And he's just doing the classic, you all know the rules of the sun chamber, because they Jesus Christ. Um, it's just very... <laughs> tune that down a little in the post? I backed away from the microphone. Oh, boy. Um, I fear. Yeah. Uh... But then another guy steps up and says, hey. He's like, Dennis, out. what are you doing? Are you on coke? And yeah. pushes him away. He says, you're not allowed here. Well, there's a deleted scene where yeah. he really gets yeah. on his case. Uh, but so then he yeah. says, actually, there are rules. And then he explains the rules of the duel. Yeah. And in fact, in the in the deleted scene, there's more rules. Yes. Uh, so what we see actually go down is just Troy and, uh, Murray step into their sides of their chamber. Yeah. And Murray immediately starts working on it and Troy kind of just waits for him. A cool. Moment. Cool. As and a and it seems, I don't know if there's a, there's a time element, what the time element is, but the temperature increases and it started at 85. Yeah. Which is already a little bit warm. Yeah. I'll say. And they're in those jumpsuits. So those, those don't run cool. Yeah. Uh, but in the deleted scene, we see as part of the rules as, at the beginning of this yeah. uh, uh, ritual, they get to choose a tool. You had a reaction tool. to this. <laughs> when, that, when that happened, you went, oh. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, because I like, because I remember seeing those boxes on the table and yeah. then they don't address them in the actual episode. Yeah. In this deleted scene, they walk over, boxes open, they each get to choose one tool. Murray takes Murray a limpet wrench. Takes a, uh, yeah, a and limpkin. Limpkin, excuse me. Uh, uh, Troy closes the box. Yeah, it doesn't take anything. Much to the gas. And Dennis was very excited by this. Yeah, yeah. it's nuts. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And so now uh, it kind of, I, I feel like it puts into a weird perspective more yeah. what's going on in the boxes. Uh, it's in the box. I we're, back have, to, we're back to court. Yeah, we, we, we're jumping around real quick. And this is my, I, my, I think, <clears throat> one of my all-time favorite no-word little comedy moments. Where, uh, so Evil Abbott plugs in the bone saw. Well, I mean, really quick, uh, Britta has joined the court. Yeah. And she's thinking about dyeing her hair. Yeah. She says to Annie, I'm thinking about dyeing my hair. Yeah. That's to show how she's getting closer to the dark, dark, darkest timeline. Excuse me. Yes. Okay. Continue. So Abbott plugs it in. It doesn't reach. And then there's just this perfect little exchange where Evil Abbott trying to look cool and inviting, I guess. Yeah. Says, where, where? He gives like a thumb up, points to the bone saw, and kind of gestures over to him. Yeah. And then Jeff just looks at him, at no reaction, <laughs> looks back because yeah. he's at a very trying moment and just cannot process this whole deal yep. that is happening. Which I got to say, much like oof boof has become my standard word response. Anytime I see something that seems noteworthy, but I I have nothing to do with it. There's no there's no response I can have. I do very pointedly imitate exactly Jeff in this scene. <laughs> Because oh my god, it is just such a wonderful little moment. <clears throat> That's good. I love it. Uh, then Jeff gives what I call the ultimate winger speech. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. He talks about how because uh, Shirley, uh, really quickly before that, says turns to him and says, "Hey, throw the case." Yeah, I, she's I like, know you need to get out of here and get a job yeah. and move on with your life. I understand. I get it. Yeah. And so he he basically says that he says to the room that hey, my friend has said it is okay yeah. to drop this case, to throw this case, because I'm trying to help her, and she's trying to help me. Yeah. We're helping each other. Yeah. 
And he goes on and on. Uh, we kind of cut back and forth between the sun chamber and there. Yeah. Uh, at some point in the sun chamber, uh, Murray, he's up to like 145 degrees. Yeah, and Troy at this point just fixed his in a second. Yeah, and so he's, he's down to like he, 68. Yeah. He's he's living it cool. Yeah. He's he's watching Murray suffer. Yeah. Because he, you know, he hasn't f- found a way out of this yet. Yeah. And uh, when it gets hot enough, Murray turns to Troy and says... Hey, I'm gonna kill you just like I killed uh, Layborn. Yeah, <laughs> and then he says, "Oh, did I say that out loud?" <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Then he tries to hit the yield button, yeah, but, but it's he, at the top he can't and reach. he collapses. Out. Um, and then also, I think I think it's actually right before that, or no, it's right after that. Yeah, he sees Troy looks. No, no, this is because it cuts back to the winger's yeah, speech, yeah, yeah, yeah. which has what, just a really honestly, I don't know if you could sense this. We watched this in the room together. I always get a little kind of emotional during this moment. Because I think it is just—it's a very nice line that kind of sums up the ultimate, you know, point of of Jeff's character and the journey that where he comes to this landing point, mm-hmm. where his line, you know, we I I spent so long avoiding what is so blatantly, obviously, stupidly true. Helping only yourself is bad, and helping others is good, mm-hmm. and it's just like this beautiful, the like genuinely beautiful moment of clarity for Jeff and for us, the viewer. That it gets me every time. Mm-hmm. That to me is better than the end of "It's a Wonderful Life." If I can make a weird, bold, declarative you statement, say most things are better than the end of "It's a Wonderful Life." Right? You're my ally. You're the one who agrees with me. <laughs> I watched that film. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. But yeah, this this speech really gets me. Mm-hmm. And then it's right after Jeff has that line that we see um, uh, Troy sees a ghost. Troy looks out into yeah. the on onlookers. Yeah, and sees the ghost. Of Laybourne. Yes. Who kind of gives him like a wink and a nod. Yeah. And then Troy... And it's kind of fitting because we know that Laybourne thinks this is a barbaric ritual. Yeah. So then uh, Troy then flips some kind of a switch and his cool air is now suddenly going over across the way. Yeah. And I also like that uh, like Laybourne gets to be a hero here. Yeah. Really. Like, we, like this is where he is ultimately revealed to be a good guy in the end. Yeah. He's just he was just kind of way too into this prophecy, which caused him to do some cold shit earlier in the season. But I, I kind of do like that even he has this little redemptive kind of moment at the end. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, and then hearts melt everywhere from the speech. Uh, evil, well, uh, good. He, I mean, hologram ghost. Good Abed zaps the goatee off. Evil. Well, Abed. dreamatorium. Yeah, Abed. Yeah, because I, holo- I said hologram. Okay, because in in Abed's mind. It, you know, he is evil Abed, so yeah. real, you know, lame Abed is, is Dreamatorium version. Yeah. But so then they combine again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, and that's a real... Just like Kami and Piccolo, they combine once again. Oh, yeah. So that, <laughs> that's a real... Um, I really enjoy when they kind of do the graphic of the joining. Yeah. You see this immediately switch from what evil Abed, you know, and then to how you know, our Abed yeah. reacts to holding a bone saw. Yes. <laughs> That's a really great reaction yeah. and, and, uh, and, and embodiment. And then there's a, a, a <clears throat> just a nice little moment for all you Abani shippers out there where he goes and joins them and, and just kind of like him and Annie share a look and she does like, Oh, you're, you're good. You're, you're good again. And it's, it's really nice. I'm pro that. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, then, and then, so Pierce, I, I like Pierce. He says, <laughs> well, he fires Alan. Yeah. He says, Alan, you're fired. Why didn't you just say something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, uh, as Alan's leaving, he says, Winger, you've gotten really gay since you came here. 
And then Pierce, uh, it's another reason why I hate season four, because season four just rolls right over on this. Uh-huh. Uh, Pierce says, hey, don't use gay as derogatory. Booyah, good person. Yeah. Which, and I don't, I mean, I wouldn't have wanted season four to be like fully a good guy then, mm-hmm. but they, I feel like there was just no, no service paid whatsoever to his little bit of being a good person here. And according to the commentary, uh, Chevy Chase had no idea how to say booyah, good person. <laughs> yeah. Which you can kind of tell. Yeah. Uh, what I also like about this scene is uh, Leonard is just smiling benevolently <laughs> looking at all this. I, I love that Leonard is uh, Leonard is hard as warmed even. Leonard is yeah. a little moved by this whole display. Oh, yeah. It's just a, it's a real great feel-good moment. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so we're back to the, to I mean, the they kinda, AC repair. Oh, yeah. And they say, take <laughs> take him they take him to the ice chamber or whatever it was It was, was the labyrinth of ice or something. <laughs> yeah. The ice maze. <laughs> and then Abbott says, no! Take him to the police! He murdered someone. I said Troy. If you rewind the tape, you'll find that I said Troy and not Abed. I, you know, listen. Names. What's in a name? Abed's the one who's Abed. What? Oh, you're right. You're, you know, you're right. <laughs> the listener knew what I meant. Oh, sure. It's a great line. I'm sorry I let you down. I'm sorry I stepped on that great line in community with my hideous blender. Blender. <laughs> Mixer. I wanted to say blunder. It was a mixer. I wanted to say blunder. Oh. Blunderbuss? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what. Take him to jail. Take him to jail. Yeah, I do. And then uh, Jones, Abed, and Britta are talking in the hallway. And he says. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah don't, look at me, of... don't look at me like I said something wrong well, no, that There's time. another thing that comes right before that I think is more important. What? Basically. Uh, Shirley and Pierce decide, hey, let Jeff sign the paper. He'll be our lawyer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's nice. And I said Troy instead of Abed this time. God damn it! Jeff is not just, he doesn't just do a heartwarming speech. Yeah. He also gets right to the court and he says, this case is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> D- Dean, throw it out. What the hell? And there's also a reference to his, what we talked about in, the, in when we did that episode, his ultimate evil winger speech, which he does at the start of season one, mm-hmm. where he talks about, uh, you know, and it's also, it even connects to Pierce line yeah. because he yeah, says yeah, yeah, moral yeah. relativity, booyah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there, it's really well connected to that scene. I highly recommend you watch them back to back. It's a nice effect. And this is Casey Kasem with the top 40. Top 40 community episodes? <laughs> yep, the number 40. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even pull any episode title? I wanted to be accurate, so my brain was rapidly <laughs> trying to, you know... Uh, Rank each of them? Yeah. Well, I was oh, trying God. to find one, at least one in that could plausibly be in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Middle but towards the top. Jesus. It's hard, right? Yeah, that's a little hard. This is Casey Kasem saying, Shut up, Leonard. Probably You've got a from, crooked what, dick. season five? Let's just go talk about Troy. And when I say Troy, I mean Abed. Uh, okay, so it's Troy, but Troy is Abed. <laughs> no! Abed is. You're thinking Annie? of that episode of season four. Annie is. The one that Jim Rash done wrote. Yeah. Oh, I like that one, though. I would like to talk about Abed, who's and talking to Britta. There we go. And those are both correct. Uh, he's saying, Guess what? I do need therapy, and you're the only one I can trust because you won't have too much control over my brain. I thought you were going to do one of your classic guess what, dickhead. <laughs> and then she says, guess. You know what's weird? I don't, I, it was lit. It was there. It was in the mouth, and then I chose to be, I chose to take the hero's path instead. I'm going to say I like those, though. Uh, 
Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Should I try to do it again? Should no, no, we take no, two? No, no, no. Okay. We'll start from the beginning again. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I made the mistake right off the top. we got <laughs> we got to start this over anyway. <laughs> and then uh, Troy, Troy, Troy reveals himself. Yeah. He goes in for a hug, he, and I mean, he says, guess what, dickhead? Him. I'm not going to hug you, Britta. I'm going to hug Ovid. So we got to describe I, him. I squirked it in. Describe him. He's wearing, he's got his work jump, <laughs> his jump suit. Yeah, but he's, he's half down strip. to the half, yeah. Half strip. Tied at the waist. He looks like he just got White out of the White on top. Yeah, he does, and it's great. It's such a good look. Um, uh, He hugs Ovid. Yeah. And then after he realized that Britta wanted a hug, he hugs her. Yeah. And it is a very nice hug between them. Again, shipping. Uh, they talk. <laughs> uh, he says, I'm the messiah of the thing, so I've ruled that I can live with you again. Yeah. Abed. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pretty great, huh? Yeah, let me get a montage of just nice, thing ha- nice things happen. Yeah, so they do an extended, you know, kind of version of their theme song. Yeah. We see Shirley's sandwiches open with Pierce and Shirley taking charge. Uh, I don't know if this is the exact order. We got Dean Spreck looking over some plans. Oh, uh, yeah. He's going to make With a... With a truly crazed look on his face. Yeah. Um, Again, something season four really failed to capitalize on. Well, oh, God. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah. Because in the vent of yeah. Dean Spreck's yes, office, who's we there? see Chang. But our old pal, Benjamin Chang. Because Chang obviously can't be involved with... Greendale anymore. Greendale yeah. after what all happened? that. Yeah. And then uh, we get... We see a book title. Yeah, sitting on a on the a counter. Science of death faking. Yes, <laughs> and then we pan up. We see some kind of blonde headed. Yeah, and he turns man. around and turns who around. is it? It's Starburns. Yeah, with blonde with a blonde wig. Blonde Starburns. Yeah, it's and the, the, I think the joke here is that he kept the Starburns. Yeah, of course. That's, that's the bulk <laughs> of the joke. Yes, his his most identifying feature. He dyed his hair, but kept the. It's those. that joke, and also the reveal that Starburns is alive. Yeah, uh, we we'd all believed he was dead. Yeah. Uh, I we think, also see the cameraman in the mirror in this scene. I I mean I'm really his his alive reveal. Yeah. I mean, because you don't accept my theory. What's your theory? That somehow that it's a it's a Chang used this to gain power. Oh yeah. That this was a Chang plan, perhaps. Yeah. Or and or in some strange way, perhaps Professor Kane was involved, even though he has no reason to be. Well, Professor Kane definitely was not involved. I would hope not. I believe he's an honorable man. Mm-hmm. This man's got to have a code. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's. I mean, it's a little murky walky. What? Yeah. Murky walky. Uh, and then next we see Jeff Ooh. is searchizing. Yeah, he's 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 looking on search 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 seas. Yeah, search seas. Search seas. For William Winger. William Winger. Which which is uh, our little hint that he's ready it's, to meet Papa. Yeah. Who could have been Bill Murray in another world? Yeah, in in the TV show Another World, Bill Murray plays Jeff Winger's dad. Of, is there a TV show called In Another World, or are you thinking of a different world? I'm gonna I'm gonna stand tall, stand proud. <laughs> Another World. Um, uh, then we get uh, back in the apartment. Yeah, Abed is dismantling the dormitorium by stripping the tape off the walls. Yes. Then in walks. Troy? First, we got to describe this very accurately. First Troy. First Troy, carrying a box yes. of miscellaneous items, one of which is perhaps a scroll. Yeah. Another one is something with a handle. Yeah. We got a very a thick a, belt. A pillow of some kind. A neck or like pillow, a neck perhaps. Pillow or a hemorrhoid pillow. Yeah. And uh, some some metal dangly bits yeah. hanging out the front of the box. And then behind, behind him, him is Britta, Britta 
carrying a, a gym bag. bag. A red... Well, okay, fine. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Jim Duffel invented the gym bag. Oh, my God. In <laughs> uh, which Mr. Matt Benson himself over there... My interpretation, the theory. my interpretation mm-hmm. from the very first time I saw this episode mm-hmm. was that Britta and Troy have accepted that they've got a little romance brewing and they were moving in together. I think my initial impression of this was that Troy gets the room. Yeah. My impression was because why would Troy need the room to himself? We've already established that he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He needs more space because he's got a lady with him. And he's growing up by saying, if I want this lady, I got to give up the dreamatorium. This lady, I gotta give up the dreamatorium. Yeah. If only it was that easy for everyone. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, so what would it be? What would what would it be the equivalent for a guy like me? Fallout four? No. <laughs> I mean if it, even if it was, please don't. For the love of God. Who, who would who would you take in exchange for Fallout 4? Well, that's so let's get now creepy. we're now that now we're too let's creepy because now we're talking about creepy. women like property and I don't care let's for that. Let's get days. creepy. <laughs> uh, we're just two dudes. Especially the way you said it, set it up as <laughs> in exchange for <laughs> you very you came very much that from was, the women are property school of thought. I mean that's half, and that is not a school of thought that I subscribe to. That's halfway that you got to describing it as giving up the dreamatorium to get a lady. No, no, he's. <laughs> <laughs> he's sacrificing that for her. Well, and then Abed as well. Yeah. And it's probably better for Abed, although he does recreate the dreamatorium within a, a small cubed box. Yes. Within his still pillow, not pillow, a blanketed off yeah. bunk bed yes. situation. Yeah. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. Uh, so what what was your interpretation upon this viewing? Uh, I'm more in line with what you're saying. Yeah, and then season Although four I think was in playing. Season four, well, season four is playing games, or even the first time we see them together, they are in the apartment. But yeah. then she sneaks out because she doesn't live there, and I was very confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is Troy's room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they even make it look different. That's, season season four is not good, me. guys. I don't like that. Season four is not a good season, guys. It's like a it's like a different universe. It's like a different world. <laughs> <laughs> Denise is there. That guy with yeah. glasses. But it's also another world. That's not the name of the show. In another world. Oh my god. <laughs> Community season four. Let's talk about the tag. Let's talk about the tag. Unless you got more. I'm making up jingles for the last episode only. Um, no, this is it. Leonard, as you know, yeah, likes to review foods. Yes. Foods. 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 And this is his YouTube review. Of Let's, Let's potato, potato chips. chips. Should we talk about in the commentary what they reference? In the commentary, they reference the suggested videos on the sidebar, which are if, not if the same. If you recall a YouTube layout, oh we got the YouTube God. video we, in the left center. People know on what the YouTube, right hand even side, I know we got what YouTube looks like. And I'm Mr. No YouTube. Or maybe a few more than that. Suggested did, did, video. Did Cosby sneak into you for just a <laughs> the second bottom, there? Did Tosky? We did got the Tosky? Of the video with the likes and the comments. Um, I'm defeated right now. <laughs> they, they, so they describe the suggested videos, which they are not the same the... as the videos that we see in the thing. They talk about seeing Dan Harmon Channel 101 and Two Girls, One Cup. Which surely, is, or not surely, Yvette. Is scandalized. Scandalized by. Yeah. entirely by. Yeah. But, Leonard... but that, her scandalization... You know what it implied to me? 
Or you know what I inferred? That she knows what two girls, one cup is. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Yeah. I think she knows a lot of things. Did you ever watch Two Girls, One Cup? No. Me neither. No. No, no. No, 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 no. no, A lot of people did. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. A lot of people did, Andrew. Don't like don't like act like that's a crazy like like. I use the word like too much because I'm from California and I apologize. I can't. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that at all. So, <laughs> uh, and Leonard says they're a bye. Yeah, let's are a bye. That one's shaped like a duck. <laughs> I love that Leonard likes that detail. Just oh, like this uh, post, Leonard uh, likes that. Also, I'm not. I'm not sure uh, uh, if it's a roommate situation or what the deal is. But in the background, while Leonard's making this film, you see uh, an African American gentleman. Yeah, um, we have postulated in the past that it was sexy dreads. Yeah, um, uh, it could just be another uh, sexy guy with dreads. Yeah, <laughs> you're the worst. I've played a little prank on Andrew right now, which you know I'm really I'm just giving it all I got since since we're circling the drain here. Mm. Uh, this is something that I often uh, torture Andrew with off air. But today, I thought I'd do it while we were recording, <laughs> which is, uh, if you're familiar with the sort of uh, creepypasta meme thing, uh, have you seen this man or ever dreamed this man? And it's a sort of creepy picture of a man's face that has allegedly shown up in many people's dreams. This image frightens Andrew. And sometimes... I, just, I don't like it. Sometimes I will Google it on, on my television while Andrew's in the room to make him uncomfortable. You're really because... fast with that, too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fast typist. <laughs> I mean, not just that, but I think you've been practicing this phrase <laughs> so that... Oh, I never do it when you're not around. Take a half second. I've just done it enough with you around <laughs> I've gotten good at it. Uh, I will take it away now. And I, I will, I'm, I'm going to be real with you for a second. I'm done with the goof where I say I take it away and I didn't. No, you're not. From now on... But look, it is gone now. Yeah, I guess. When I, from now on, when I say it's gone, it'll be gone. Well, now it's, this is official. This is on the record. Yes. And also, if you know a friend who doesn't like that, it's a fun goof, <laughs> I'm going to suggest. I just don't, I don't need that. <laughs> That's all I'm saying to you. Yeah. Is this done? I mean, this episode is. Yeah, we got plugs. Oh, we should, should kind of lay out the plan for the future. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I only so remember what we decided. We're going to do... Next week. S- next week will be the season three wrap-up. Yeah. Uh, then we're going to do a couple bonus episodes. Yes. And then we're going to do a series wrap-up. Yes. And then that'll be it for us. Do we want to spill a little on what those bonus apps will be? No. Mm, okay. I'll let it be a, a surprise. A little intrigue. A bit of intrigue. A bit of intrigue. <laughs> um, and, and I will say, I don't know if we've ever officially said this, hmm. we do have another show that we're going to do after Shut Up Leonard. Yeah. It's not. It's the end of Shut Up Leonard, but it's not the end of Matt and Andrew. Yeah. Uh, and not even... No, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, I don't want to say too much. We'll, we'll reveal the details in the, in the, in the coming episodes yeah, we don't of even show. know how we're going to structure that. We'll figure it out, and we'll reveal the details in the coming episodes of this show. But rest assured, we will be back. Mm-hmm. Um, this show, we will Matt be, and Andrew will be back. In we'll return in. Is dot, that dot, you dot, said? Yeah. Uh, well, well, I mean, now we can just do the fucking pussy cop out that even James Bond does, where we just say Matt and Andrew will return. Yeah. I kind of wish they would get their shit together enough just to have the title by the end there. Yeah. And you know what? If they're wrong, they're wrong. They've been wrong before. Uh, Spy Who Loved Me ends with James Bond will return in For Your Eyes Only, and then the next movie was Moonraker. Hmm. Yeah, they could have skipped Moonraker, too. No. Moonraker's great. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's like a... Is that a secret conspiracy that because they say he'll return in four your eyes only that Moonraker doesn't count? No. It's just Star Wars got popular, so they made Moonraker first. 
That's dumb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're doing some bonus episodes, and I'll, I'll, I'll say the end the end date. We will shut up, Leonard. We'll be done by the end of 2015. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a crazy thought. Uh, Plugs. Yes. Plugs. <clears throat> I do another Plugs. podcast called Plugs. Nerds Eye View, where every week Plugs. we review films Plugs. that are in the theaters. Uh, go check it out, nevpodcast.com. Plugs. If you want to hear me talk more about movies. Uh, the last Plugs. one we just did was The Good Dinosaur. Plugs. The next one Plugs. I think we're going to do a kind of a hodgepodge Plugs. of various different reviews Plugs. of films that are Plugs. still out there somewhere. Plugs. Um, Plugs. Yeah, com. You should also check out Plugs. another podcast that I do with Matt Benson Plugs. and David King called Plugs. Pick Your Path. Plugs. I believe Plugs. just recently the uh, ultimate pathway Plugs. for... Plugs. Whatever that last episode's called, Plugs, the secret of Mulligan Cove. Plus, that's it. Plus, uh, the Plugs. that was just released. Uh, Pick your path Plugs. is a choose your own adventure style Plugs. enhanced podcast Plugs. where you, the listener, get to make choices Plugs. as you listen to an unfolding Plugs. original story written Plugs. by one of us three Plugs. peoples. Uh, go check that out. Benviewnetwork.com slash pyp. Uh, or on your Plugs. podcast app machine. Plugs. Pick your path. Uh, you should also check out the Patreon Plugs. for Shut Up Leonard. That's patreon.com slash shutupleonard. Uh, if you Plugs. go there and you give any amount of money, you will get access to our bonus feed Plugs. where you can hear us talking about Plugs. other television programs Plugs. in the style of this show. Uh, and before Plugs. we end, you know, Shut Up Leonard Plugs. proper, we'll we'll release a couple more bonus episodes Plugs. in that feed and, and we'll have more details. Yeah, on we're a little behind, that. so we're going to do a couple all at once. Stephen Day, get ready for those in your feed. Plugs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we appreciate those who support us on Patreon. E- and I don't even know what else I'm supposed to Plugs. say right now. My uh, Twitter is at Podcaster Andrew. And I do a lot of Plugs. other things. Go check me out on Plugs. the Twitter place. Go to Brandedendedend. Go to Dadabababada. Go to BenviewNetwork.com. Check out all the great shows on there. There are shows like Matt and Breno's Wrestling Show, Brad and Dendendend Hour. Plugs. What? Why is this so hard? It shouldn't be this hard, God. Why? Go to BenviewNetwork.com. Check out all the great shows on there like Popsicles, Benson's Boombox, Pick Your Path, which Andrew mentioned. Uh, Midnight Marinara is a great show. I'm not evolved, but hey, it is a great show. Um, I was on uh, Super Geek Supreme recently. You can check that out. I did the James Bond episode. Um, Uggs. And uh, I'm, I'm uh, soon. I'm going to be on an episode of Repeat All. So listen out for that. Uh, the podcast oh, mine Repeat came out. All. Yeah, uh, Andrew was on that, that as well. Times. I talk about uh, the Gorillas album Demon Day. Yeah, it's a really cool podcast where uh, the idea is the host and the guests pick an album and then listen to it uh, on repeat for a week whenever they listen to music and then they talk about it. Uh, he talked about that Gorillas album. I'm going to talk about uh, David Bowie's The Next Day. Uh, so look out for that. The podcast is called Repeat All. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's Dr. Matt Benson. You can follow this show on Twitter at ShutUpLenPod. Um, and you can write us an email at ShutUpLeonardPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, write it. Write, do, you know what? Fuck it. If you've gone this far without doing stuff on iTunes, it doesn't really matter anymore because this show is on the way out. But you know what? It would be a sweet little gesture still to go on iTunes, write us a review, rate us, subscribe to us. Um, and uh, I'm I'm just going to start saying it now. Get ready for our new show because we're, we, we hope to see a lot of you over there when we start that one up. Um, it'll be really fun if you join us there, even though we won't be talking about community anymore. Google Pylon. 
Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Kizan. And today we're going to talk about... Duel. The Sugarland Express. Jaws. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 1941. Raiders of the Lost Ark. E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Twilight Zone. Indiana the Jones and the, the Temple of Empire Indiana of the Jones Always. And the Last Crusade. Jurassic Schindler's Lost World. Saving Obviously. Private AI. Run. Minority. Catch Mitchell Intelligence. The Terminal. Indiana, Indiana Jones. The Adventures of Sinton. The Crystal Indiana Jones. Catch Me on the Sinton. Steven Spielberg. Ben on Spielberg. New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.